when you say you don't have time, it's a, a matter of prioritizing what you actually do because not everything is urgent, not everything is needs to happen now, but prioritize and see what what is necessity for your business to go to the next level. Hey there, crafter with a full-time job. If you're looking for a way to make extra income, extra 10K in your sleep from SVG Cut Files in the next 12 months, I'm Jeff and I am here to help you. Sign up for my free masterclass below and get my secrets for building a successful six-figure SVG business. So you can quit your job, you can cut down your hours to spend more time with your kids. Hello everyone, Jav here from Cut and Make Crafts founder of the SVG Superstar Coaching Program, and I help crafters with full-time jobs make extra income from SVG Cut Files. Today, I have a very special guest for you guys, Roxana Blair, and she is an online business coach. And today, she's joining us to share some amazing tips on how to manage social media without going crazy. Hi, hi, everybody that's watching live. Hi, uh, Jeff. Thanks for having me on your Instagram. So my name is Roxana Blair. I'm an online business coach and I help mothers start and scale their online business without the overwhelm and without being online 24-7 because we all know we don't have that much time. So we don't want to be online. At least I know I don't want to be online 24-7. So that's what I do. And uh, I hope I can help some of your followers, listeners, so that they can also get into the simplify, simplified way of doing business instead of doing all the things. I love that. Simplicity is the way to go, especially for people who are working full time. Yes. People who are traveling. Some, uh, some people lo love to travel around and do their business. And people who have kids, three, mm -hmm. four, like even having one kid, it just fills up your schedule. Yeah. And so much to do, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, read this, that. So it just drives you nuts. Exactly. Before we get into the nitty gritty details, so tell us about yourself. How did you get started and what motivated you? Um, well, for me, I've always had like a side hustle for the past couple of years, doing different things. So I did multi-level marketing. I was in uh, healthcare. I was in travel. I've done so many different things. I've started an own event business, but, um, you know, COVID hit. <laughs> and um, what I really love to do is help people. That's my essence. Um, I help people develop and even in my nine to five, I'm a uh, team leader as well, where I have managed seven people. So I've always done that thing where I'm trying to get people to another level, whether it's developing with their career or developing with their business. That's where my strength is. And um, since I started coaching, I really have found like, my purpose if you can say it like that because i know that this is what i love to do i love helping other people move from one level to the next and the why i chose this niche is because 
I started coaching and I had one daughter, a husband, a full life, a full-time job. And everybody's like, oh, how do you do it? How do you combine it? What do you do? And I can do it. And I'm like, you know what? I think there's people want to know. So why don't I make a, a coaching program for people who are really interested in learning how they can start their business, even if you have a nine to five, because so do I, even if you have kids, because now I even have a second one, I have a newborn now as well. So even if you're married, even if we have all these things going on around you, you can still start your business. Because I always say in this day and age to just depend on one stream of income is just not, it's not safe. We've all seen it with the pandemic and everybody was like, ah, so we just need to have something extra. So true. I agree with this point. I am always telling my audience having one source of income is not enough. You need to have sort of financial cushion, a financial backup for dealing with tough situations. For example, if you job, if you uh, maybe if you injure yourself and you're not able to work. So starting a business shouldn't be an afterthought. It should be your thought while you are working your full time job. You have the means to build your business you can in you can use your income to invest in your your business totally agree i'm like for me i always see it as it's not bad to have a a job to have a nine to five because your income like my job is my investor and now i i'm not in on the stress level oh i need to make this income need to make that when you're working out of stress your clients will also feel your stressful energy and you won't attract the right people. But when you're in a level where you can just easily organize your life and organize your income, it makes you work way easier and you have space in your brain to think and make clear decisions instead of just making a decision to get the last dollar, to get the first thing. No, so I'm, I'm, I'm pro starting a business while you're working. Why not? Awesome. I love that. I simply love that. So can you tell us about some of the struggles that people face when they are trying to set up a business while working full-time, their nine-to-five job? Um, A lot of people, they start with, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. I can't do it. I don't have time. But then I always go back with, you know what? Everybody has 24 hours. It doesn't matter if you're rich or you're poor. It doesn't matter if you're famous or you're just a regular person. We all have 24 hours. So that means you need to now start writing down what you actually do with your time. Because I can understand you're busy. I'm busy. Everybody's busy, busy, busy. But there's always, even if you can just scrape together two hours, that's still two hours that you can dedicate to your business. And what I do, because a lot of people they have children like i usually don't have two full hours at once so i i break down my tasks so that i know i can finish this in 20 to 30 minutes and if i do it like that i can get way more done than if i say i'm gonna make a to-do list with 10 things on there 
and everything takes like three hours and I need to read this and I need to make that funnel and I need to make this post and it's all task upon task upon task. It doesn't work. Usually when you say you don't have time, it's a, a matter of prioritizing what you actually do because not everything is urgent, not everything is needs to happen now, but prioritize and see what, what is necessity for your business to go to the next level and what can you break down? So maybe you have one big task. Why don't you do like 30 minutes today, 30 minutes tomorrow, 30 minutes the other day? So that's about, you know, actually scheduling your time, right? And also people want to do all the things in the beginning. And like in the, what I see, or what I say when I work with people who are just starting out, choose one platform. You yes. know, when, when you're just starting out, there's no need for you to be on Pinterest, on YouTube, on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, LinkedIn. Like some people want to be everywhere and you're just starting out. I mean, <laughs> that is a recipe for overwhelm right there. <laughs> that is just a recipe for overwhelm. So just don't do that. Choose yes. one platform. What is the platform where most of your customers are hanging out and where you also feel comfortable? Like for me, I'm mainly on Instagram. Uh, I'm on Facebook because it's linked to my Instagram. So it's automatically going there. But I'm at this stage, I just don't feel the need to be everywhere. And I might change later, but for me, it works perfectly. Uh, and I just don't want to waste time managing five platform platforms halfway instead of managing one platform thoroughly master that platform master how you are going to be connected with customers because it's not just about oh i want to be everywhere and i want to have five five hundred thousand followers in tiktok and this many views on my instagram or on my facebook or i want to have it's all, you know, that is not necessarily going to move the needle. Why don't you just focus on one platform and go deep instead of doing all the things? So true. I completely agree with that. One platform, one offer, and that's how you grow. Yeah. Are super busy. I completely agree with that. So let's talk about some of the tips on how to manage social media when you are so busy. <laughs> uh, my, my tip is to be on one platform yeah for sure <laughs> for sure one platform and then another which really helped uh, me and also my clients is batch create your content so what I mean by batch creating is make multiple pieces of content in one go so for example for me I usually have time in the weekend where I schedule just maybe one hour and I just bang out like five, five to 10 reels in one go. And for me, I, I'm not a lifestyle influencer. I don't sell clothes or anything. So I'm like, I'm not bothered if I show up with the same outfit in five reels, but it depends on what your, what your niche is, but like, keep it simple. And I do that with everything in my business. I just make sure that that time that I have dedicated for content creation, I do all, like, for example, I do the reels in one go, 
I do uh, my emails to my email list in one go so that I don't have to stress out every morning. Oh, what am I going to post today? Oh, what am I going to do today? If you are thinking about it every day and every morning, that's the first sign that you're probably not going to do it. If you haven't made a plan, it's like if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. That's what they say, right? <laughs> so, And that's so true. You have to plan ahead and make sure you batch create. So make sure you do like five posts in one go and not just one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. You're wasting a lot of time if you're doing things one at a time. And then going on on that is planning. So batch create. And then the second thing is planning. Oh, are we already on the third, I think? I don't know. But plan ahead. So um, it's best if you have one, um, as I said, one offer, one platform, and one because i have one offer i don't have to think about okay what am i going to talk about today my one offer i know what customers want to know i've researched what clients want to know what they want you to talk about so if you make sure you have your one offer you have gone into detail about what your clients want to hear what they want to know more about so for me a lot of things are about motherhood and business family and business, time management, mom guilt, like all those things that are wrapped around my one offer, you know, and because I've, they, like some people call it content pillars, because I have my pillars, I know that if it fits in there, that's my, what my posts are going to be about. I'm not going to randomly talk about spaceships or whatever. I'm not going to randomly talk about race cars because it's not in my pillar so keep it simple have your one offer you know make a signature offer what are people going to recognize you for people recognize me for oh she does one-to-one -one coaching oh she does the accountability accelerator that's what they know me for and that's what i talk about i'm not going to talk about random random things because then every day i need to make up something new no make sure you have your pillars so that you know what content is important for you. This podcast is sponsored by my Ivy League standard SVG business coaching program, SVG Superstar, where you not only learn to design SVGs, but also how to sell those designs to make money in your sleep. To learn more about my program, sign up for my free masterclass via the link in the description. So true. I love that. Uh, it, and if you have everything planned in advance, it takes away so much stress from day-to-day yes. -day tasks. Batch mm -hmm. everything in one go, and then you know what you you're gonna post on Friday. On what what you're gonna post on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, exactly. Saturday, Sunday. Plus, we have so many scheduling tools available where yeah. you can just pop in and schedule all your content so that mm -hmm. it keeps on going on its own. So can you uh, name some apps or... Uh, yeah. What I like to use um, is I like to use Later. It's a scheduling app for Instagram. 
I like it because you can see actually how your feet is going to look. You can turn things around, maybe like this caption and this picture, or maybe that real and that. So I like to use those type of apps. I love scheduling apps because it makes, it, it releases more stress. <laughs> I don't need to think of, yeah. oh, I need to actually post it. Of course, you can have times where you don't necessarily schedule it in, but if you are a busy person, I would say use those scheduling apps and don't just uh, do it on the go every morning. Yeah. So that's what I like to use. Um, in Facebook, I also use my on my Facebook page. I use a scheduling tool that's already built in. I love mm -hmm. that. You can just say what time you want it to go out and it goes. So yes. again, it doesn't need your manual attention, your manual brain space. So those were other things that I like to use. Of course, there's more uh, scheduling tools, but I think later is very easy to use. It's very customer friendly. The way you just tick and slide, transfer things if you want. So that I think if you're a beginner, start with that. And also what I would say, there's a lot of tools um, that you can use when you're starting out. But be careful that you just start out with the free tool because there are so many apps and you are going to get into the risk of having like five different apps doing the same thing or similar things. And all of a sudden you're subscribed to an app and you're paying for this and paying for that. In the beginning, start out with a free version. And sometimes it's a free version forever and sometimes it's a free trial. But if you're starting a business, it's not necessary to spend like all your starting capital on just 50 different apps because that's what's needed. No, it's really not needed. Hi, Mel. So true. I completely agree. Hello, cutesy. Hello, Mel. Thanks for tuning in. Roxana is here and she is talking about how to save your while using social media. So if you guys have any questions from Roxana on tips on how to use social media uh, without going crazy, then pop them in the comments section. Make sure you pop your questions in the comments section uh, so Roxana can answer all your questions. And what else, what else can we do to make social media easier? Well, also what I love to do is repurpose. Um, because we are on social media, you can get trapped in the hamster wheel of constantly creating content. You need to realize when you are on Instagram or Facebook, whatever platform you choose, not all your followers are gonna see your content, first of all. And then second of all, people don't remember what they've, what they've seen like six months ago. They just don't. The content is so much. There's so many people online. So repurpose. What I mean with that is you can use the same post and post it again. You can use the same post maybe with a different picture or you can use the same picture but then with a different caption. You have choices of repurposing. So it's not about constantly creating content for every single day. What people, what you did six months ago, it's still relevant if you're still running the same business, if you're still selling the same thing, of course, but let's assume you are still 
uh, selling the same thing, then post it again, repurpose. There's no harm in repurposing your content. You have spent time creating it, so actually use it. And another form of repurposing is actually using your content that you've made, for example, for Instagram, use it for Facebook as well. If, if you have another platform, use it, use the same thing. Don't go and create five different things. It depends, of course, on the measurements, so what you do. Is it a feed post? Is it a story? But in general, you can just use the same thing for different platforms. Don't go and make one piece of content for Facebook, one piece of content for Instagram, one piece of content for, I don't know, Pinterest. Try and use the same thing. Pinterest is a bit different because Pinterest, they don't really like just selfies. There, you would have to do some more text on your, your picture, but that's another story. But it's important to maximize the content that you create. So one piece of content can go a long way. <laughs> so true, so true. You can always repurpose it. I, I, I have created some videos two years ago and I still use them. See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. A question here from Mel. Why is it that the same low numbers are viewing my stories? And how do I increase the views in my stories? Well, that's different thing. Of course, different, different answers. One is Instagram likes to change things every single day. So that's one reason, the algorithm. But what I've noticed also is you have to engage. Sometimes we forget that we are on social media. We have to be social. So if you engage with somebody, it's likely that you are now going to the top of their, you know, at the top of your Instagram, you see who has a story. But if you don't engage with the person ever, they will never see your story. You'll probably be the at the back of the line. So you have to just comment on their feed, comment on their story so that they see you. Because a lot of times, not that people don't want to watch, but they just don't see you. If you have maybe... 500 followers, you only see like the first five people, four people in your screen. So unless you keep scrolling, they won't see you if you are at the back of the line. So the only way to change that is engaging with those people. I love that tip. That is so amazing. Uh, if you, before you post anything, first go and engage with all yes. the and comment on their accounts, re respond to their stories. It's it's give and take. Yeah. It's giving and receiving. So you got to do both. Yes, definitely, definitely. I love that. And I've also read that if you include interactive stickers, uh, like a poll, a question. That helps. Yes, that definitely helps in increasing your story views. Thank and you. also it helps with engagement in with your audience because if they see oh they what works for me is the poll stickers works better than the question stickers people usually want to do the easiest thing and that's just how human nature is we like things to be simple we don't want to type so i usually have a a, a poll sticker where they can answer answer one two or three um, and then they just step and that's it. It makes your, your 
audience more engaged with your content. So that really helps. And of course, the more people engage, the more people see your stories. The more people see your stories, the more views you have. So it all is like a triple effect. And what I've also seen is that it's good to have your sticker, your poll, whether it's a poll or a question, at the beginning of, let's say you have five slides of stories, so five or six times 15 seconds, do it at the maybe maximum the third, but the first or the second is best, instead of just saying your whole story or whatever uh, thing you want to say, and then at the end you ask a question. Because if you will notice, when you have multiple slides uh, and you have a story to tell, a lot of people don't watch the last one. Yes. <laughs> so it's better to put your question or your poll in one of the first slides. And that will, will make people more engaged and they will remember, oh yeah, I said this or I said that. I love that. I love that too. Because the first time people see, oh, if that doesn't catch their attention, then they're not going to see the rest of the yeah. story. Exactly, exactly. And also... You know, when you are trying to bring something, you want people to do something, with that, it's the same thing. Start at the beginning. So whatever your topic is, like, oh, today I want to talk about whatever your topic is, insert that at the beginning. Don't just start with, hey, how was your day? And just drag it on for the first two slides because people are going to drop off if they don't know what the topic is going to be about. Try to mention that in the beginning of your stories. I love those tips. So Mel is asking, is this the same for upping your following? Get more um, fo it is, but at the same time, it's like, it goes two ways. For example, it is important to engage with people, but you also have to engage with new people if you want new followers. So what helps is looking at the hashtags that are important to your niche. For example, for me, I look at things that have to do with mom, mother, mom, the English way, mom, the American writing. So it, those type of hashtags, mom, boss, mom, mom, lifestyle, all those type of hashtags, I engage with those. You can follow hashtags and you can, those will then be um, mentioned on your feed as well. So sometimes I'm not following a person, but because they've used the same hashtag, I still see them. When you then see them, then you can be like, oh, hey, they're using the same hashtag. They're interested in the same thing. You can follow them. And most of the times people follow you back. So that's a good strategy. Also, it's important to not just get caught up on the follower count. Because I just want to... In the beginning, when I first started out, I was like, oh, my God, I want more followers, more followers, more followers. But then you see, like, people who sometimes have one million followers, and then they cannot sell one thing. I think there was a story of one girl that had, like, millions of followers, but she couldn't even sell a T-shirt. So you have to, <laughs> yeah, you have to, of course, it's important to look at the followers and the views, but it's more important to look at the engagement. Are people actually uh, sending you a DM? Are people actually buying something from you? Because if you cannot sell something to the 100 or 500 or 
thousand followers that you have, what makes you think that you can sell something when you have one million followers? It's exactly. important to really look at the audience that you have right now and serve them in the best way that you can. And if you do that, the more followers, of course, you will get. So true, so true. I love that tip. Focus on serving your current audience before you want to grow a, a bigger audience. I love those tips. And you have shared some amazing gold nuggets today. And I'm sure everybody found it super, super helpful. So I would love to know about your program and how, how you help women and how we can find you. Yes, yeah, so mainly you can find me on Instagram. As I said, I'm like a one-platform lady at the moment. So you can find me on Instagram at the Roxana Blair. Uh, press the link in my bio if you want to join and have a sales call with me to find out more about how you can learn to start your own business because I help people start their own online business without the overwhelming, without the stress, so if you're thinking about, okay, I want to start an online business, um, I work with coaches, so mainly I want to start my own coaching business, a coaching program or coaching course, and you're thinking about how do I do it, where do I start, what do I need to do in the beginning, all those types of questions, just click the, click the link in my bio, you can just book a free call, no, no strings attached, and we can have a talk about, okay, what you want to do. And if we're a good match, of course, I won't hesitate to help you. I would love to help you. Um, that's where you can find me. And also for all the people who are interested, I have a free PDF that you can download. It's the seven essential questions to ask if you are uh, thinking about starting your own online business. Also, the link is in my bio. So go ahead and just download that. Awesome. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing all the details and those amazing, amazing tips. Lastly, if you're looking for a way to make extra 10K in your sleep so you can cut down your hours to spend more time with your kids, sign up for my free masterclass via the link in the description. Bye-bye.